0: This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here, are the BCSN Sports Wrap, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Roundtable, the Pregame Show, the Carlos Brown Show, the ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition and instill a sense of pride.
0: Hello, and welcome to a live edition of the OMG Strike Zone. I'm Brian Fulford. That's Kelvin Rozier, and that's Kofi Hemingway. Uh, fellas, how you doing? Kelvin, how you doing tonight? Just like I told you and uh, Drew
3: earlier, it's a beautiful day in Zumunda. Doing well, my brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. How, how we doing tonight, Kofi? It took a minute to get I'm, over that one,
4: huh? I'm doing good. Thank you.
0: Man, we uh good to see you guys. We got a we got a packed show tonight. Good to have everybody joining us. Good to have the family uh tuned in, logged in, ready for tonight's show. Uh we're we're we are loaded up, fired up, ready to go. Um hoping to you know, shine some uh truth. Uh, Sign some light onto some truth, uh, or or something to that effect. But anyway, uh, tonight's show, we've got the guest rundown looks like this. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to one of our new recruits joining the uh, FAMU football program in 2023, Levante Bo Somerset. He's just coming back Mm -hmm. from uh, tonight. He he, he texted us, and he's coming back from his awards banquet. So uh, he's going to join us at the bottom of the hour then at the top of our two we've got troy johnson the assistant ad for football operations is going to join us and then at the bottom of hour two uh we have stashay gordon who uh is going to join us uh she's a fam alum a marching 100 alum and a comedian so uh the last half hour uh it will be very interesting to see how many BCU Wildcat jokes come flying out of everyone's <laughs> mouth in that last half hour, so this is going to be a good show, and it's all love. I uh, want to thank everybody for joining us. Always, please make sure you're following uh, the ONG Strike Zone on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ONG Strike Zone. Please help us get those uh, help us get those numbers up. So if you're not following us on those platforms, please do. Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching us right now on uh, YouTube or if you're watching us on Facebook. uh, We appreciate that. Always want to encourage you to download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app. Uh, Jericho Broadcast Networks is a part of the, is the parent company of the Black College Sports Network, which we are a part of. You can find the app on the Google Play and Apple App Store. Uh, So first of many plugs that we'll be getting in throughout the course of the show well uh fellas you know this is one of those shows where you know we 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 pride ourselves in talking about all things related to famu athletics and culture and sometimes we got to talk about uh maybe things just on the peripheral but it's an important topic because it does it affects not only one of our uh in-state brethren Uh, It affects our conference brethren. And so thus, it somewhat relates and affects us because, trust me, we know about challenges. So, you know, sometimes, you know, it's interesting watching the events of the past week and weekend of the Ed Reed and Bethune-Cookman saga play out. But trust me, we all have problems and no two problems look alike. I mean, we, we trust me, we, we've had our own issues and problems. And so as we kind of look at things that have played out over the weekend, you know, uh, Nicholas Dixon came on our show on Wednesday, gave, gave great insight into those first couple of uh, posts by Coach Reed and just some of the reaction from players and things of that nature. Well, since that time, Of course, you had the the Saturday announcement by Reed. Whether you say he stepped away, he doesn't say he stepped away. Reggie Thea says they asked him to step away. Whatever it is, he's no longer affiliated with Bethune-Cookman University. Uh, We saw the Roland Martin interviews with uh, not only the interim president, Dr. Drake, I believe his his name was, is. Uh, You saw Roland's interview with Ed. Yeah, I feel that. And then, of course, today, uh, our, our, our FAMU own uh Vaughn Wilson, part of HBCU Game Day, dropped an exclusive this morning with uh, AD Reggie Theus, which I thought was well done. Great job, Vaughn. Props to Vaughn Wilson uh, for that. So look, fellas, I, I asked the immediate question to all of us um because there's a lot to break down but i don't want to get too stuck in the weed so i asked the question who won you know and it's it's not a win or lose because i i think that's a different way i want to say it so i'll look at it like this who's right who's wrong but what's really being missed here so that's sort of the question that i pose to you guys and say who's right who's wrong what's really being missed. Which one of you two? Let's see. Who we who let's see. We all we always seem to start with uh Kofi. I'll let Kelvin jump in there and start start first on this one.
3: So uh I was a little bit uh I was very I was impacted more than I thought I would be with this with this story, you know. Um there was a lot of uh people on all sides of it and and uh it really you know kind of got me down a little bit. It was kind of a drag for a while, man, because it was such a divisive issue you know you had people um at each other and, and you know sometimes two things can be true um it can be true that uh you know someone needs to be more when you're in a leadership role, you have to be professional and you have to present yourself uh in a certain way in a certain light and uh especially when you new to an environment and so I, I, I always worried about temperament with uh these these kind of hires because i not because people are bad people ed reed is ed reed all right everybody know who he is he's a good guy done, done a lot still doing a lot so so you know it is this is not a shot at him but man it is difficult i mean it's a difficult situation And you saw how difficult the situation was when later on, as the students spoke out. But I guess what is missed is what I've always been preaching. And I think our show has done a good job of talking about this. Uh, The student athletes experience, right? That's what's missed. Everybody worried about Ed Reed or uh, about Bethune, about celebrity hires. No, the issue is that they had student athletes and students living in unacceptable conditions and i don't want to hear anything about uh uh i understand you know the situations in terms of the uh the 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 hurricanes and cetera but let's let's be honest all right if that was the president's office and they had mold and mildew or they had uh um trash whatever the case may be they have the whole physical plan up there Immediately, they'll be responsive to the needs of the president. Well, why 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 don't we treat everybody that way, especially our students? Because without them, our universities don't exist. That's what's being missed. That's the point. It ain't got nothing to do with it if somebody's a celebrity and they don't understand HBCU culture. And no, 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 no. We got to do better. We can do better. It was unacceptable. And one thing Ed Re Speaking Out did, it gave the students, they found their voice. And through that voice, that's going to come change. Same thing happened with at our great university when our um team spoke up um in this fall and, and we were having issues with compliance. Now we have a full compliance staff, more staff than we've had that I can remember ever. Just for compliance, committed no. compliance
4: that's not me
0: yeah let's uh try to make sure we figure out where that audio is coming from all right go ahead go ahead Uh, sorry about that kelvin
3: no that that, that, you know to me that's the bottom line right i don't want to get into too much about but the, the student athletes is L for everybody. In my opinion, is L for everybody. It's L for Ed, Ed Reed, it's a L for uh, BCU administration, it's L for the students. And at the end of the day, they still got to find a, a coach. They still got to try to get some kind of recruiting class here. Uh, and um, then they got they got to address the needs of the students there. And then, of course you're going to lose some of those students uh, and they should, you know, and then my problem is you know, yes, Reggie Theus is talking now. uh The the, the present interim president is talking now, but they ain't did jack. They should have been talking in. They should been talking in the in the fall. I mean, kids ain't got nowhere to shower. They're freezing outside. They got mold and mildew. They they man, I saw a clip where you know they playing the University of Miami. I know that. I know that's a guaranteed game. I know they are getting four five hundred thousand dollars right. And the kids coming off yeah. sideline giving one helmet, one guy taking his helmet off, getting to the next guy. Division one program, nah, bro, mm-hmm. nah, bro. Honestly, man, I know it impacts us because of Florida Classic and everything, but man, if, if times that hard, you might you really need to think: Do you need a football program right now? If it's that bad, because wow. that's unacceptable. Wow, people, kids' safety is nothing more important. And if you ain't got uh certified helmets, man, you shouldn't be playing ball.
0: So every player. Kofi, Kofi, uh right, wrong, uh, what, what's being missed in all this?
4: Um, nobody's right in this situation except for the students. Um I think Ed Reed was let me let me clarify, let me rewind. The students are right to speak up. Ed Reed was right to speak up and expose this issue. Um, I, you know, obviously, uh, he was wrong in and unprofessional in his presentation. The administration was wrong for allowing this problem to get to where it is. It should it should not be at this level right now if if you're doing your job there is no way and i heard um theuses and i heard the president's interview and i'm still looking at both of them like okay you all let somebody a your protocols policies and procedures are jacked up mm-hmm. if you nigger rig that you get nigger rig results y'all weren't professional in the way that you all went through the hiring process with ed reed there should have been more vetting there should have been more uh more scripted uh follow through with the protocols in terms of the 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 sharing of the keys all of that stuff you do not get keys because you don't have a contract hmm okay yeah. you don't don't start working yet until you get the kind we have not made the announcement yet okay now the president was wrong in his interview for not owning the dysfunction of of his own behavior his own actions and the board's dysfunction and they're asking, okay you cannot defend what's not working is the way the board is functioning is it working to promote or to lead bcu to another level or is the board's functionality right now running it down into the ground it's that simple is this working okay you know let's go to the fact that you said well you know the president drake said well you know it's not uh it's not mildew it's mold no it's not mold it's mildew (laughs) let that (laughs) marinate for me it ain't funny but it's not it's not mold it's mildew (laughs) Dr. Drake? It's different. Dr. Drake? Dr. Drake? Listen, sir. Mold and mildew are both fungus. Mold and mildew carry germs and bacteria. If your students get sick from the mold or the mildew, even though the mold is worse, they're going to sue you and they're going to sue the university, and you won't have a job. Mildew and mold are both nasty and disgusting. They're both bad. You cannot prefer one over the other one. It, it's a sign that it's unclean. It's a sign that it's unsafe. Own it. Well, we didn't hire Ed Reed yet, so we didn't, n- Negro clean the darn, the office wasn't clean. Just say that. The office was not clean. We should have handled that. We're good. We're on. We're on top of it. Moving forward. Then Ed Reed has keys to the building. He's bringing all these people onto the campus so that they can explore just to see how raggedy your conditions are on the fact that they are raggedy. Now, here's my next thing. <laughs> Y'all, bring everybody back onto the screen because I, I don't want this to be a my line. I need to see everybody's face. <laughs> all right so the students are who you are called to serve and in this case it's the student athletes you have student athletes in a COVID environment switching out helmets where bodily fluids are released Not only are their bodily fluids being exchanged in the helmet and mixed in the helmet, you already have mold and mildew in the darn helmets. Mm-hmm. So tell me how that makes sense and how that is acceptable for a division one institution in 2022, 2023 now if i'm gonna tell you a story i'm gonna go off a little bit and i'm bringing back home i had a client in atlanta who is a chiropractor uh was playing tennis and you know i asked him about you know what happened to him he said well you know i was playing softball i slid in the second base i broke my leg i went to the hospital they performed surgery on me they did it the wrong way my surgery got infected So now they had to amputate my leg because of the staph infection that was there. This is a white man, doctor. So of course he sued the hospital and got plenty of money, et cetera, et cetera. But he's still walking around with a peg leg, a prosthetic leg, you know we're acting like this can't happen what happens if one of those bethune cookman athletes had gotten sick and from what i understand one of them did get sick and was down for a few weeks because of us because of an infection how can you allow this to go on in this day and age Mm. Now, my question, question one for the administration is did y'all know about this? If you didn't know about it, why didn't you know about it? Those are two questions and both of them, no matter how you answer them, Bethune, both are unacceptable. How is it that you don't even have showers on campus for your darn athletes dia said that today no locker rooms on campus you're 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 hoarding your equipment in an unsanitary unsanitized warehouse or storage unit how right. is that acceptable? Why are there right. no standards in regards to your equipment upkeep? From what I understand, this is an internal thing, and however universities handle that, but I have to bring the NCAA into this and or the SWAC because, it, you know, for these kids to be going through this at this level is totally unacceptable.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, I mean, how much of it is the state of Florida? Sick,
4: somebody dies, somebody gets hurt. If it's my child, I'm suing the school, I'm suing the SWAC, and I'm suing the the, uh, NCAA. I'm suing all of them. Because you should have had some standards, you should have had some protocols, you should have had something in place to protect the kids. That's why you have rules, not to make people feel bad, you have rules to establish boundaries. You have rules to establish standards. You have rules to be able to enforce quality. So apparently there is no quality assurance at Bethune. It's a lack of institutional control.
0: And how much of this do we look back on this Terry Sims? How much of this do we look back on the Terry Sims era with a whole whole new light. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he's definitely accountable now. Coach
4: Sims is accountable. Reggie Fierce is accountable. President Drake is also accountable. The board of trustees is accountable because from what I understand, the students knew that this was uh, trifling. Uh, Terry Sims did address it, but they did nothing about it. He should have went public then. True. He should have told everybody, look, I got my players out here. I'm trying to, this is unsafe. They're packing stuff. They're packing their equipment and storing it under the stadium. Let's talk they about it. Exactly.
5: They burn
3: their yeah, own Exactly. their own going on.
4: They their own uniforms. Man, come on. How what is, how, that? How is yeah. that acceptable in 2022, 2023 That's the right. part. That's the part that's gonna screw the gate. Everybody got a broke gate. We've seen broke gates before. It's still unacceptable. It's still hey, unacceptable. Um, Your kids need let me finish this and I'm gonna let it go your kids need to have showers at the stadium they do not need to be riding around in a COVID environment on a bus sweaty musty exchanging sweat exchanging germs in a in a post-covid environment we don't need that it's ridiculous
0: I agree 100% with you on that thought, Kofi, and I think you're the first person. Now, I may have I heard you and Scotty bring up some great points on the show on Monday, uh, especially as it relates to Sims, which is the first time I heard that mentioned. And you talking about the NCAA needing getting, getting involved. That, unless I missed somebody else talking about it, that too needs to be brought up. Kelvin, we got about a minute before we go to break. I want to give you a chance to get a last word in here before we go to the break and get into our next segment.
3: The other big L for me was the fact that they allowed recruits to come on campus Saturday with their parents and witness this foolishness, this fiasco. I don't know how that happens. If you said uh, uh, somebody had to do recruiting, so evidently, it evidently had some keys, I had some assets so if you had allowed him and you know these recruits was coming but you was making this decision you know i know the basketball coach and he ain't winning there either but uh they i know he was on the road but how do you allow these kids these parents and these recruits to find out this information from ed reed the guy you hired, not you it's just totally dysfunctional man I mean I, I it, it's embarrassing. I don't want to hear from uh the the AD Franklin and um the president. It's too late. The only thing no. I wanna hear yeah. is that we resigning, to be honest. If I if I'm gonna loan out of that institution,
0: it's way too late. Well, they, so, they,
6: they they're are I mean, at such odds with like
0: their, their Go ahead. Yeah, they're such odd they're at such odds with their alumni association. I I don't even know how that would work out. Uh, we'll talk more about this a little bit later on the show. We're going to bring it back to FAMU. Uh, Coming up on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to one of our newest recruits for the 2023 season, Levante Bo Somerset. Uh, And we'll talk to Levante here uh, on the other side of this break. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in two.
6: as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports on Dr. Kaville's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. From novice to
0: aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. It's like a loot machine. All
5: around town trying to get down.
0: Follow the Black College Sports Network on social media at MyBCSN1, the number one, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MyBCSN1. Time to call a credit repair company. <laughs>
4: okay we good
6: all right welcome back
0: to the ong strike zone uh brian fulford kelvin roger kofi hemingway joining us right now class of 23 uh recruit soon to be joining us on the highest of seven hills none other than uh, levante bo somerset uh levante a uh Listed as an athlete, but a lot of the film, you will see it. You'll see him running away from defenders. Uh, 5'11", from North uh, Fort Myers High School. Actually, uh, having a team banquet this evening. Bo, thank you for joining us this evening. How are you doing tonight?
7: I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: Man, we're, uh, we're, we're blessed, doing well. Pleasure to have you on joining us. Uh, first off... Let's start with the, uh, with the award ceremony. How did the award ceremony go for you? What, what awards did you bring home tonight?
7: Uh, It went pretty well. Uh, I brought home uh, MVP of the team and uh, team captain. So that went pretty well.
0: Congratulations, congratulations. Um, Of course, uh, for those who may not know, you were voted the 2022 Fort Myers News Press uh, all area football team, first team on offense. Uh, you were also first team last year on that team. Uh, talk a little bit about how the season went. Uh, wh- where did you guys finish up this uh, this past year?
7: Uh, we, we went 7-2. We lost to the same team twice. Uh, the first time we lost to them 17-8 in the regular season. And then second round of the playoffs, we actually lost to them by 1, 32-33. But I actually got hurt in the third quarter, so I, I couldn't play the fourth. But the season went pretty well. I would say uh, we came together as a good team, and I made I made a lot of plays for my team. We we're a really good team, and but those two losses against the same team just killed us. To be honest, and that's really it. All
0: right, all right, Kelvin, jump in there. What do you got for Bo? So Bo, I see you play both sides of the ball,
3: and you you, you do do it really well. By the way. Um, very impressive. Uh, my question is: Do you have a preference? Do you would you rather play offense, defense? Does it matter? Uh, uh, and if you do have a preference, what you like about your preference more than the other side?
7: Uh, I like off the offensive side of the ball more. So I think when I come to family, I'm gonna be playing uh slot and probably running back a little running back. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, you had a lot of offers uh from a lot of schools right uh and you chose FamU and you was always solid with it you you never wavered man and, and you look good in knowing the green by the way already but um <laughs> true, that, true that but uh, but i just wonder why were you you know why FamU for you why was it the school for you
7: i mean it was just a blessing getting the offer and i've been going i've been coming up to FamU since i was about 5 years old my cousin graduated from there and a couple other uh, family members and uh, I would say Devin, coach Devin to just helped me a lot and whenever he got the job it was just like you know he, he he's really good at recruiting and other stuff like that so I, I just give a big shout out to him and when I came up on the visit it was just different it was like a family environment the coaches treated me well um, and just the, the people around me that's who I want to be around so that's really why I could stay committed and stay solid to the program.
4: Nice. Nice. Go ahead, Kofi. How Brother Bo? So what I want to know is, uh, what is what are you going to be majoring in? And um, tell us a little bit more about yourself.
7: Uh, I'm going to be majoring in digital design, or I want to be uh, physical education. And uh, I mean, about myself, I play basketball. Uh, I, I'm really good at like editing and stuff like that, like editing videos, taking pictures. Um, yeah, I play a couple of words also, like track and baseball. And I'm, gotcha. Yeah, I think I'm just a really good person. Than that.
4: Gotcha. So you're going to be one of our multi-sport athletes, or are you going to focus primarily just on football?
7: Uh, not I'm not sure. Team? I don't <laughs> know if I can get into the little basketball program, but I think I will just focus on football for now on.
4: Okay. Well, that'll work, man. So would you classify yourself as a creator? As a – okay, I couldn't hear you, sir. <clears throat> as a
7: creative. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm very creative on that. Yeah.
4: Awesome.
0: Hey, uh, Bo, you mentioned, of course, having played uh, a few sports. Uh, what's the rundown of sports that you've played there at uh, <laughs> North Fort Myers?
7: <clears throat> uh, I play basketball at North Fort Myers. I broke a couple of records. I got the most stills in a season, uh, the, the most assists, and. I actually I didn't play my freshman year, but I'm am I'm, I'm like a 75 points away from a thousand. So, I've been scoring about 300 400 points a year. So yeah, I would say I'm pretty good at basketball too. Um, and track I do I did long jump and four by one. So are
0: you are you playing basketball currently this season?
7: Uh yes, sir. I had a game last night.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, night. Nice. How how how'd it go for you? How'd it go last night?
7: Uh, it went pretty well. I had 22 points. Uh, I don't remember how many assists, but um, one, two, uh, two other of my teammates broke records last night, too. One of my teammates, Octavius Weaver, he had a 1,000. He broke the 1,000-point record. And then uh, my other teammate, Quentin Winbush, he actually broke Deion Sanders' record for 45 points. Oh, nice. Oh. Nice. So you went okay. to Deion's high school? Okay. Yes, sir. I'm going there right now. No for my Okay.
0: Hey, uh, how does uh, in in the recruitment process? And I've heard this from other coaches. Um, a lot of football coaches love seeing guys such as yourself that are also playing basketball. Um, for you know, in, in talking with Coach Simmons and the other coaches, uh, how how uh, how did they uh, sort of translate, or how did they, uh, or how does basketball translate for you? when it's time for football I mean did the coaches like the fact that you're also a multi-sport guy that that also plays basketball talk a little bit about the relationship there between those other sports and football
7: uh, I mean you know basketball helps you a lot with like quickness and staying in front of people so whenever I told Coach Rispers and Coach Simmons that I played basketball they actually liked it a lot because I'm staying in shape and I'm just work. My foot works pretty well with that, and I think basketball helps a lot with like footwork, staying in shape, and other stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, all right. Uh, but one more question, Kelvin. Because uh, which classification uh, is uh, North Fort Myers? Mm-hmm. Are you are you guys six or seven A? Uh, we're six A. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just. gonna but, keep like, now I look have, out for you have they have something
7: something like Metro or something like that. But I don't remember. Metro and Yeah, I was thinking about for basketball though. Like
0: no, basketball. Oh, basketball. you I think
7: Yeah, I think we're six eight.
0: Okay, okay. Good deal. Yeah, they, they they switched the whole thing with football with metro and suburban oh, and yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh Kelvin, go ahead.
3: So Bo what is your expectation? Uh first of all, um, when are you planning on coming on campus at FAMU, and then what is your expectations, your, your first
7: year, once you get there? Well, you know, I come in in June, like a couple days after graduation, and I'm coming in to work. So, I mean, I want to be a true freshman, come in and play instantly, but I know I got to work hard, learn the plays and stuff like that. So, I'm just ready to come in and work hard, to be honest, and, and help change the program. I mean, it's, Coach Simmons is doing a good job, and I just want to be a part of it.
3: Yeah, so you talked about playing slot and of course we have a NFL uh potential draftee that's leaving uh our program uh, after using his uh elig- eligibility, Xavier Smith and you say you, you've uh come to games and and watched the team for a while. Did you watch him uh over the last 3 years and and, and you know what's your take on on how how you think you can fit into the offense and, and have similar success?
7: Uh, I mean, I think I would say I play similar as K. Dot. So I mean, I think I could come in and fill his position whenever he leaves, or just come in and be a part of the program, like how make an impact on how he did. So yeah, that's. I think I could fit in the in the offense pretty well.
3: Okay, last question. What's your from me? What's your forty time? What's your hundred time?
7: Uh, I ran a four five seven. And my hundred time, I don't think I ran 100 in, in track. I just ran four by one to be honest. Okay, okay. All
4: right, Great. Cool. <clears throat> I just ahead, have coach. one question. All right, I have one question. Well, two, I'm gonna make it two. Uh, who's your favorite football player and can you dunk? Like, would you, if you had the opportunity to dunk on somebody, would you go ahead and give them the dunk or are we laying it in?
7: Uh, okay, so if we're, laying it up, if we're laying it up on somebody, then I'll probably say – well, if we're dunking on somebody, I'll probably say I wouldn't dunk on somebody, but I would try. But if we're just going on like, oh, I get a fast break, then, yeah, I'll punch it. And my, my favorite, basketball player or football player? Let's say both. Uh, i say favorite basketball player is LeBron James. And then favorite football player – Coming right through. <laughs> uh, that's kind of hard, but –
4: uh give us three i'll say
7: i'll say my favorite my favorite receiver is probably stefan diggs okay good choice yeah nice,
4: Very good nice. Choice. who's uh, gonna win the super have, have
7: bowl oh a- uh, i got i got the the the, the bangles mm.
4: good choice all right it,
7: it, yeah, is that it, is like,
0: like that your team you like
7: uh, no, I actually like the 49ers, but I just like Jamar Chase. So, yeah, I like yeah, I like Jamar Chase, so I'm going to just go with him. Man, giving up on
0: your team to go with the Bengals. What are you going to do if the <laughs> Bengals and Niners are in the Super Bowl, Bo? That, I mean, that's going to that's gonna tug at your heart a little bit, isn't it?
7: I mean, yeah, but I'm probably just going to go for the 49ers and, and then just, just
4: uh Make money off the
7: Bengals. Yeah, yeah, make money off Jamar Chase and other stuff like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that. You you stick with the individual player and then you root for the team, and that way, if the individual player has a great game and the 49ers win, you come out feeling good on both ends. I like that. I like that. Yes, it's a solid sure. plan. Solid plan. Yes, uh, I was gonna ask you. You mentioned LeBron being your favorite guy. Have you had a chance to get the uh, the new LeBron, the FAMU LeBron, yet? What what's the what's the buzz among your your teammates, your peers about the new LeBrons and the FAMU collection?
7: Uh, no, sir, I, have, I haven't got the, the FAMU LeBrons, but I actually I'm, I'm soon to get the FAMU Dunks. I got some orange and green ones right now, though, but I want to get the original FAMU Dunks. though. So I should have them in like a couple of weeks okay all right all right um what what
0: is the amongst other recruits in the class of 2023 have you connected with any of the other incoming recruits uh what what has that experience been like uh again you were one of those guys who committed early you stayed strong uh so talk a little bit about the connection that you've been able to build with the incoming with other incoming uh recruits uh i would
7: say Justin Bostic, if you know him, that's we we hung out, we ha- we hung out a few times. We can't he came up there when I was up there. Uh, I think it was for the Southern game or the, the the Arkansas Baptist game and then we got a few other recruits that we try- that we're trying to get or like uh Earl Gray, he's a really good he's a good really good running back and safety, so I'll probably say that's really the only two that I hung out with on like on official vi- like on my official visit or even visits at all.
0: All right, you, are you breaking any news? Is Bostic still gonna side with fam, right? Are you breaking any news? What What do you know? What can you tell us?
7: I mean, he's committed. I hope he committed like I was. So <laughs> hopefully, we'll, we'll see
2: February first.
0: Right, right, right. Uh Kelvin Kofi, any any final questions you want to ask Bo before we uh, let him get back to to uh, his banquet and 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 uh, everything this evening? Is the banquet uh, finished, or
3: uh, you got to get back?
7: to it uh no, nah, it's finished but we're i'm actually out to eat with my team right now but i told him i had to step out to do this interview so it's fine
3: okay all right man well we want you to enjoy your moment with your team and so forth so i ain't got no more questions man we appreciate you coming Just on saying, man we y'all, can't wait. if y'all ever
7: need me back on here I'm, I'm 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 happy to hop up back on here all right let's
0: we go gotcha. we, we, We'll, we'll definitely reach out to do that. Uh, let people know. Give the plugs. Let people know where they can find you on social media and uh, so that the Rattler Nation that's not already following you can follow you.
7: Uh, my Instagram is underscore underscore B0EE. And my Twitter is Avante S. And I actually have a YouTube channel. If you just search up my name, it's Bo Somerset. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, YouTube. Yeah, so look at you. Out. What? 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 Well, I gotta go check the YouTube. What what kind of stuff you doing on the YouTube?
7: Uh I just do a little basketball video. I haven't I dropped the video for a while, but I, I dropped the video hanging out with my friends and stuff. But when I get to FanMute, that's I'm gonna be doing something like that with, with the team and stuff like that.
0: All right, all right. Well we we look forward to it. So we'll make sure to follow you Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Uh again, Bo, congratulations on your awards tonight on the season. Good luck in the basketball tournament. I know last week of the regular season's coming up. Uh, Senior week, uh, senior day is probably uh, next week. Uh, So, and good luck in the playoffs. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you up in Tallahassee. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Again, everybody, that's Levante Bo Somerset. We appreciate him uh, coming in and joining us. I tell you guys, I I love, I love the fact that, you know, Bo committed early before the season, stayed strong, reached out. Uh, now I will say the reason I asked about the, uh, Bostick thing, I know Bostick committed, but we also, you know, he's doing the other visits. So I'm just hoping that, you know, no other schools have come along and impressed him too much. Uh, so that's why I kind of asked, uh, anything about the, about Bostick, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Levante coming into uh, coming to the stat, uh, program?
3: So, um, like typically, you, you typically you don't want to have you know put too much pressure or expectations on a true freshman. But uh, if anybody saw his film over the last two three years, uh, he is a stud, and he was a, he's a, a solid three star. Been a three star for a while. He had offers at power fives uh so um you know um coaches y'all did a great job and and um maintaining your relationship with this young man and um I see him and Justin Boston and some of the you know the names he mentioned uh interacting and and, then talk and so forth but uh he he's a stud man and, and, and um I think he has skill sets that translate and so it's possible for him to uh maybe come in and contribute now our receiving core is, is real steep. Um, but uh but but I I think he's going to bring some competition.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed uh it's it's it should not, you know, we brought in some really dynamic freshmen over the last couple of years as we've watched the recruiting. And we've sort of seen them and then we haven't seen them and I and I think it, I think that probably speaks to the challenges of being a freshman student athlete and i hope that uh we have the good infrastructure in place to provide these freshmen with the good academic support they need so that they can you know maintain eligibility manage all the 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 stuff that i mean we remember when we were freshmen and we didn't well i mean kofi you obviously had the band uh but I know it was challenging just being a freshman by itself. So let alone adding <laughs> let alone adding stuff to that like football, the hundred. I mean that that can be tough. It can wear on you. Any, any freshman tales you want to tell there, uh Kofi? Nope. Okay, we, we'll leave it at
3: <laughs> Why you tried you like
0: that, Cole? <laughs> no, I didn't try. I'm just I'm just asking. I was just asking. Look, I yeah, was you trying to wait. get on
5: live
0: TV? No, I yeah, didn't. Get no, I didn't. No, did we don't know
5: stop.
4: nothing. <laughs> Look, so, um, uh, you know, this is this is uh, th- the one thing that I know about Coach Simmons is that he has an eye for talent, and I've seen coaches come in and guys that are really really good they they they're like on the bench and you you don't find out about them like the previous coaching staff had uh uh bishop bonnet on the bench and you know when he got in the ball everybody's like well is he a new recruit like where did he come from you know you had uh levan on the team Everybody's sitting up there like, is he a recruit? Van had been there, you know, but Coach Taylor saw something in him and put him out there. And Coach Simmons gave uh, Bishop Bonnet an opportunity and he made the most of it. So, you know, Bo is going to have an opportunity to to show what he's got. I mean, uh, Francis has gotten into the game and our running back core is deep he reminds me in his build of a Zende ray he can catch he can run he's got ball skills if he brings it and remains focused he's gonna have an opportunity to play
0: Yes. all right um before we go to our next break uh, we got to mention our uh, men and women's basketball trip
4: to Mississippi. No, we don't. We don't have to mention nothing. Keep going. <laughs>
7: no,
4: there's, yeah. only, there's only, we there's only four we minutes. It.
0: There's four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> It'll be quick because there's only four minutes left in this segment. So we, maybe we can get in
4: and out. It seems uh, like there's something going on with the cameras anyway. We can we can break it down and take a commercial <laughs> break and come back. Let's do that. Uh, the, the,
0: Seriously. The, 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 all right, we, we'll it take a break. break, come, come back, uh, reset things, and uh, get ready for our interview with uh, Troy Johnson coming up at the top of the hour. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Time to call a credit repair company to fix my credit. Hold the phone, man. You can do it yourself with Credit Versio. That's
3: way too hard. Call the credit repair company. Most credit repair companies only work on one or two accounts at a time, making it slow and expensive. You won't figure that out for months. (laughs) Ignore him. Credit Versio's brilliant software scans all three credit bureaus, finds the accounts that are hurting your score, and guides you through the entire process. Anyone can do it. Let's fast forward and see the results. (laughs) Wow, I fixed my own credit and saved hundreds. You can do this. Visit CreditVersio.com.
7: Um, can I get the nail bar, please? One dollar. Have a good one. got
6: it. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Let me get a nail bar. Sure. One dollar. Appreciate You
1: got it.
2: machine don't worry ma we'll be there soon
4: we is this the one
2: well let's say i found the one who takes me
7: to another level always stays calm under pressure
2: most importantly the one that helps me discover the coolest places
4: this sounds wonderful
7: come outside i'll introduce you they're here
2: definitely
6: the one <laughs> introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier support the
0: Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage go to myjbn.com slash support and be a part of the Black College Sports Network
2: some carriers will give you just one measly entertainment subscription. One is no fun. With Verizon, there's up to seven entertainment subscriptions with your unlimited plan. That's seven times the <laughs> seven times the No, no, no. Seven times the yes, yes. Yes. Music, gaming, Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and more. That's seven times the entertainment! Because everyone deserves better. And with plans starting at just $35, better costs less than you think.
4: Your ad could be ran here MyJBN.com backslash support MyJBN.com backslash support for more information
3: Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling Before we can safely come together We need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org So you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your family
0: All right, welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. Brian Kelvin and Kofi coming up here in a couple of minutes we'll have uh Troy Johnson joining us here. Um but as I said coming out of the break, we'll just briefly mention uh, our men and women's basketball trip to the SIP. Uh, a pair of losses for our men and women against Alcorn State on Saturday, Jackson State on Monday. I have no no answers as to you know the women's losses, uh, seventy two to sixty to Alcorn, 50, 72 to fifty one to Jackson State. Uh, I, I mean, look they women covered 21 and a half against Jackson State so I guess they they covered expectation so I mean if you if you if you played FAMU, you, you you covered um and we probably held over the last few years Jackson State has beaten us up so I I think we we represented but I mean you know um unfortunately not enough offense in either case and the sad part is I went and looked at the stats against Alcorn, and I, there's no rhyme or reason why we lost other than just a couple of possessions. I mean, you know, four, four or five more possessions that they scored and we didn't, and we lose by 12. Um, for the men, though, this is where I, I'm going to get to the men for a second because uh, the disappointment thing about the Alcorn game, 47 points. And when I saw 47, something told me, Hey, Brian, go look up the fewest points scored in the shot clock era, excuse me, era of college basketball. And for those of you who know, the shot clock came in sometime in the mid 80s. 45 points sits as the sort of the floor of the top 100 lowest offensive outputs. The 47 points we scored By the way, we were sitting at 44 prior to a three-pointer with 31 seconds left. We almost tipped into one of the lowest outputs in college basketball. Uh, Thankfully, we made it out of that, so nobody will remember the fact, other than us, that we only scored 47. Again, defense. We held an opponent to under 60. Guys, I'm telling you now, I've talked to college coaches recently. When you hold teams under 60, you are supposed to win those games. Dominguez Stevens, who had been hot over the last couple of weeks, played 12 minutes, scored four points. I look, I I'm I don't know the background. I don't know no one else is really reporting or telling why. Uh Dominguez Stevens only played 14 minutes, but when I went to look, that's what he's that's what he played and scored. Okay. The next night against Jackson State, we had that game won. We were plus 490 on the money line. I actually got FAMU. I I picked us to win and beat Jackson State, Kofi, Kelvin. And I I was sitting there counting them. I was like, I was counting, counting bills, counting bills. We lost in the last 30 seconds. That was, I know, I know, Kofi, I know it was, I know. I know I had a few extra to spare, but anyway, quickly, Kelvin, uh, any, any quick thoughts on on the basketball weekend before we get to our guest?
3: Uh, the big thing for me was the Dominguez Steven's playing time. Uh, we score below our average, uh, which is right around, uh, what, 58 points, I think somewhere around there as our average on the season uh it it, it it correlates directly to uh the dominion stevens uh uh minutes you're right he played 14 minutes one game and he he played nine minutes then against Jackson state it makes no sense at all so I, I i have nothing man and and um i'll be at the games uh saturday and monday trying to uh, trying to uh Hopefully, this will be the first game. I think that the uh, hopefully the band will be there, and and the students in full force. So hopefully we'll have that environment rocking, and 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 we can inspire these uh, kids. And I know it's a probably a recruiting weekend for the football, so we'll probably have them in the house too. And I, I have to say, I've seen the coaches pretty much most of them at uh all all the, all the basketball games anyway. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll have loss and everybody come out of loss. And I I know. That, that uh our records ain't where we wanted to be. But come out of Lawson. Let's support the team. Let's be rattlers all the time. Win, lose, or draw.
0: All the time. Alabama AM on Saturday, Alabama State on Monday. All right, let's bring in our guest, uh, producer Drew. Uh let's bring in the assistant AD for football operations. He is Coach Latroy Johnson. Coach, how you doing tonight?
5: How we doing? How we doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad for you guys to uh extend the invitation to me. I'm excited to be on here with you guys tonight, talking everything, rattlers, uh, football, athletics, and all that above. So uh I think it's been a long time overdue. You know, I, I've been seeing y'all guests, and I'm like, when they gonna call me? Like like what I gotta do to get on the show, right? So I'm finally here, so so let's do it, man. Let's let's do it. <laughs>
0: Well, well said well said coach definitely overdue glad to have you on uh hey for for folks who who don't know uh you uh very well tell tell us give us kind of give us the the cliff notes version of how you made your way to famu and a little bit about uh your role as the uh the AD of football assistant AD of football ops uh,
5: yeah man uh I'll say one word is is how I got the fan, and that's relationships that me and Coach Simmons developed over twenty plus years ago, and God, uh, that relationship has has transcended. Uh, I'll say lifetimes because we both have kids that are sixteen while we have been uh, developing partnerships. So uh, that's how I got here, Me and Coach, uh, he's a year ahead of me. Well, we've been friends ever since. And uh, we had the privilege of working together for our, our really good friend and mentor Rick Stocksteel. Over at Middle Tennessee in the early 2000s, mid to early 2000s. Uh, and, and we always kind of manifest working together as uh, him being head coach and me being someone on the staff. And, and we finally been able to put that to. Uh, you know, put that dream to bed and, and make it a reality and, and all travel, uh, all travel for football, to holding yards. Mainly, I'm in charge of all of the day-to-day operations for the program. Uh, so that's all the support staff areas that touch football, uh, from equipment to sport, uh, video, strength and conditioning, our recruiting department. And uh our newly uh player development area as well too. So I oversee all of that. Uh I also I'm in charge of travel, making sure we uh can travel at a first class rate. We stay at first class hotels and eat first class foods and you know, do all of those things that uh that go into our our road game and our preparation while we're away from Bragg.
0: So so this time of the year for you Which part of the season are you planning? Are you, are you, uh, I'm sure you're also looking at the fall, but are you, are you focused right now on the spring, uh, or the recruit? I know, uh, let me backtrack. We got recruiting, uh, signing days coming up. Then you got the spring practices, uh, and then you got summer and fall. Which part of the planning process are you in right now?
5: All of it, (laughs) all of it, um, I think the the key to it is uh, is to be very organized, right? Be organized and detailed uh, to make sure that you you are where your feet are. So right now we're we're in the the tail end of our recruiting season. Um, we have done a, a really great job. Our, our coaching staff has really done a, a really really good job to identify talent uh, in the early signing period. Uh, as you all know, that we we've signed a, a plethora of athletes in that, in that early signing period. So we're pretty much on the tail end of it now recruiting wise. We will probably, we'll probably sign uh, anywhere between two to five individuals uh, coming up in, in February on signing day. And then we would transition into from a, from a football standpoint, into our conditioning and into spring practice. For me, once we get, uh, recruiting season over with i i'm i'm transitioning now into uh finding hotels for the 23 season uh getting ready to to get out on the road and do some site visits spend some times with the potential hotels that we're uh that we're looking to partner with in the 23 season so that's kind of where my where my mindset is right now is, is getting that done
0: okay kelvin go ahead
3: I was wondering, do you uh, play any kind of role with the uh, with the schedule itself and scheduling uh, with coach? I know coach and uh, the AD, you know, uh, talk and stuff. But I, I was wondering, do you play a role in that? And um, also, um, in terms of kind of kind of, you know, peel the onion back in terms of how do you go about, you know. Um, contacting hotels and choosing locations. What are you looking for when the teams travels in terms of travel arrangements?
5: Good, good question, man. Good question. Uh, To the scheduling piece. No, I don't. I don't, uh, I don't get heavily involved in that. Uh, I leave that up to coach and and, and the AD and the administrative team in that regard. Uh, Although if there's a common denominator within there let's say we're trying to schedule a team and i may have worked there or work with somebody there or, or know someone on staff i may make a phone call or two uh if need be but for the most part that's all coach simmons and 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 our uh athletic administration team that kind of handles that when it comes to hotels uh you you're looking for uh to, to where you're playing. You don't want to be too far away from the stadium because you don't want to get the guys kind of ready to go. You know, we do some things in the hotel before we get on the bus to head to the stadium to kind of get the blood flowing. So you don't want to get them kind of amped up and then have to take a 45 to an hour drive to the hotel. I mean, from the hotel to the stadium. So you look for uh, close proximity uh, to where you're playing. You also make you have to make sure the hotel is full service because we uh, unlike uh uh, the old days, we don't want to get on the bus and drive to go, go and, and, and go through the buffet line before for pregame. You know what I mean? We like to when we get to the hotel, we like to be at the hotel and stay there. So it has to be a full service hotel. It has to be somewhere that has adequate amount of uh, meeting space that we can that we can hold out our nightly meetings on Friday and our walkthroughs and our meetings on Saturday. It has to have the capability of having uh, the space to hold our training room so that our guys can get treatment on Friday and Saturday morning, but we also can tape and get prepared uh, for the game on Saturday as well. So those are just a couple of the nuances that we look at when we're trying to identify hotels. And, and once you get in the conference and you travel you know back and forth every other year to these places, you pretty much got an idea of where you wanna go, right? Uh, the one thing I can say about us as a football staff led by coach simmons we are probably the most baseball oriented football staff that you'll find and the reason i say that is we're superstitious as all get out right you you really only find baseball teams being superstitious where if they on a the winning streak and they shake the sunflower seeds five times and then throw them out they're gonna keep doing that right we're we the same way if, if you notice after every touchdown score Coach Simmons is gonna to look to his left or his right for some Gatorade, and, and typically I'm gonna be right there to hand him a cup because that's just what he does, right? So from a hotel standpoint, it's the same way. If we if we played in your city in, in a year and we won the game, you better believe we're gonna probably go back to that hotel the next time. Right. <laughs> so we, we use all of those things, man, to try to try to find where we are. And and it 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 just goes into we are creatures of habit. That that's that's really what it all boils down to. So the more we can keep our guys on a, on a training routine and they know where we at, they know where we going, they kind of know where the meeting room's gonna be, they know where the dinner room's gonna be. The more we can do that, the better off we can be. Now they can just focus and go play ball.
3: Okay, so follow up to that is, I, I know you deal with a little bit of the logistics, a lot of bit of the logistics. And I was just wondering from a transportation standpoint, you know, the buses come in to and from the airport, to and from the hotel, or even the, the games that we fly to. How involved are you with that process?
4: That's
5: all me. That, that, that's all me. That's one of the things that uh that falls into my role. Uh and and thanks to our, our partners over at Astro Travel here in Tallahassee, um, they make sure that, that we are are where we're supposed to be when we're supposed to be there um those guys over there do a really really good job of of providing us with top tier transportation uh, i've been to some places over time where we've been on the road and had to pull over to the side of the road because one of the buses broke down and now you got to take people off that bus and put them on the other two buses and you got football players double up and staff double up and all that type stuff so that's not a good feeling so to be able to get on the bus each and every week whether we, they're taking us to the airport or whether they're taking us to our destination and know that we're getting there safely we don't have to pull over for uh any 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 uh mechanical issues or anything like that uh it it, it make me sleep a little bit better especially when i'm on the bus right uh so astro does a really good job for us shots out to uh astro.
4: yeah man so I was asking, cause y'all talked about all them superstitions and everything, and I know y'all got home game on lock, but we lost the last two down there in Miami. So what are we changing? Are we not gonna eat at the Rusty Pelican? Are we changing the hotel? We already lost the Shuler's, cause we can't stay there. I don't know where y'all stayed last year, but please don't even drive anywhere near <laughs> that darn hotel. Don't even look in that Durham direction. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even breathe. If y'all got to stand there with, oh, please don't come near that hotel no more. Oh my God, hey, that was just the uh, that was a mess.
5: I tell you what, man. I tell you what, I, man. It, it make you it make you want to call home and, and and thank Grandmama for for blessing her with that ability to bake them pies the way she do. So, uh, Big D's, man. You can find me at Big D's a bunch. You can find me at Big D's a bunch.
4: I got you. So let me ask you this: So is macaroni and cheese a must-have on your on your barbecue plate, or do you have to have, or would you prefer a separate side?
5: You ain't got to give me macaroni. Not barbecue. You give me some potato salad and some beans, and I'm good. There you go. Okay. There you go.
3: That's that's a southern thing, yeah. That's a that's a good southern boy.
5: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you, you got to think, about Carolina, dog. So we we do things a little different over there. You know what I'm saying? I got you.
4: So what part of Carolina are you from?
5: Is, I'm from Orangeburg. I, I'm from Orangeburg.
4: Okay, I'm from Columbia. That's why I asked.
5: Yeah, yeah, I'm from Orangeburg. So you know, for us, man, macaroni was a Sunday dish. You you had to you got macaroni on Sunday, but you went if you went to the real spot to get you a plate. You know what I'm saying? You. Them, bacon, them beans and, and that potato salad are going to be on there
4: now. I can dig it because everybody macaroni and cheese is not good. So I got you. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So speaking of that Orangeburg flavor in that South Carolina State game, man, you know, um, I, I feel like in, I got family. All right, so my mom went to Alcorn. My dad went to north carolina central but the rest of them went to south carolina state and jackson state so i'm in the stands and watching the the south carolina state game and you know i was feeling good with 10 minutes left and we up by 20. and then it seemed like the devil wanted us to lose that game really bad and the boys started coming (laughs) so take us take us through (laughs) Take us through that moment because the boys showed up at the end, and I was very appreciative of that, cuz that was going to be a long, long, long ride back to the crib. Uh having to listen to all of my cousins call me and tell me that they beat us uh again. So we good.
5: Man, I I what uh that that 14 point swing in the fourth quarter, that was my fault. That was all my fault. I got comfortable. We was up 21, whatever it was, 21, nothing or whatever. And I left. I went outside and I started preparing for the game. The barbecue man called me and said he had pulled up and they was ready to set the tables. So I I left. I left the field, I left the sideline. I went outside and started setting up the tables for the post-game meal. And then I hear the marching 101 Playing, get up for the Bulldogs. I was like, all right, they must have scored. So I didn't think nothing of it. We still gonna do what we do. We up twenty-one-seven now, right? So we moving tables, we setting up food and all that. And next thing you know, they playing, get up for the Bulldogs again. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. something going on. Everything. So I relied heavily.
0: Uh, Coach uh, Coach Troy Johnson, Assistant AD of Football Ops, FAMU Football. Uh, Coming up, we'll take a short break, come back uh, in another uh, two minutes. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: It's like a loot machine.
7: Don't worry, Ma, we'll be there soon.
1: We? Is this the one?
2: Well, let's say I found the one who
7: takes me to another level. Always stays calm under pressure. Most importantly, the one that helps me discover the coolest places. This sounds wonderful. Come outside, I'll introduce you. They're here.
6: Definitely the one. (laughs) Introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier.
2: Some carriers will give you just one measly entertainment subscription. One is no fun. With Verizon, there's up to seven entertainment subscriptions with your unlimited plan. That's seven times the. <laughs> seven times the. No, no, no. Seven times the. Yes! yes. yes. Music, gaming, Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and more. That's seven times the entertainment. Because everyone deserves better, and with plans starting at just thirty-five dollars, better costs less than you think.
4: Your ad could be ran here MyJBN.com backslash support MyJBN.com backslash support for more information
3: Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling Before we can safely come together We need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org So you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your family
1: Nope.
4: Nope.
5: You want
7: him?
1: Ooh, I like him. No! Oh!
7: Quick, the quicker picker upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight.
1: He's a nine.
7: Bounty, the quicker picker upper.
0: This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here, are the BCSN Sports Wrap, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Roundtable, the Pregame Show, the Carlos Brown Show, the ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way. You consume HBCU sports one broadcast at a time.
2: It's never too early to plant the seed to share the tradition and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU visit hbcupridejoy.com and follow us on all social media at hbcu Pride Joy on facebook and twitter this is the dean of the college of hbcu
6: sports kenyatta cavill of dr cavill's inside the hbcu sports lab with mike washington and charles bishop come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every tuesday from six o'clock p.m central standard time on Facebook Live, YouTube Spreaker, or the BCSN app, as we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard, as well as the upcoming week of HBCU sports, with me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Deville's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watch and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. From novice to aficionado,
0: find yourself here. Hi <laughs> welcome back to the ong strike zone brian kelvin and kofi and sometimes with shows like this we need a little levity we need a little humor to kind of lighten the load of a long show so it's a, a friend of kofi's is a friend of ours so it's a pleasure to have on miss Stase gordon a rattler a member a alumni of the marching 100. uh how you doing Stacey?
1: you know i could be better but i'm here <laughs>
0: Amen. I, I feel like that. I totally feel that.
1: I feel that one hundred. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. That way, I'm not making your day bad. Oh, right. It's
4: all, it's all good. good have you good? So, so tell everybody again. We're gonna start. I got a couple of questions just to get us in the flow and stuff. So, what instrument? Tell everybody what instrument you played in the hundred
1: okay well i played french horn in the hundred and then i was um second trumpet in the jazz band as well as a vocalist i was a part of the concert choir at fam because my child see and i also that's, you, my <laughs> that's not so much <laughs> <laughs> and- what is you? My mm-hmm. okay well go watch it on somebody's tv like you need to get out see <laughs> All right, so anywho, um, as well as the concert choir and the vocal jazz ensemble, like I did like everything you possibly could do when it came to visual and performing arts at FAMU. Like I was even in this essential uh, theater and I got to participate in Dreamgirls that year. So. Oh really? Okay. So what part did you play in Dreamgirls? Child, let me tell you that I ain't even play no part because I was kind of on the heavy side. Heavy, heavy. And so, you know, it was all this any girls minus one effie. And I couldn't compete with that effie. So I was a pit singer. So all this time you thought the people were on stage singing. It was a group of us, concert choir members, like about six of us at the bottom of the stage singing everybody's part minus maybe the lead. But as far as the backgrounds, they were literally hard down dancing and acting like they were singing. But that was our voices. You know I mean? I'm in the program. So hey that's
4: that's all that matters <laughs> so they was doing a little milly vanilla on y'all and had y'all being the real vocals but gotcha gotcha so you know your your memes have gone viral in Rapler nation right the one that's at the florida classic when we had that whole nine game losing streak where you looking like this yeah yeah that one,
1: <laughs> that one
4: right there yeah
1: <laughs> that's me that's me so let me tell you okay so alright so that was well okay first of all was I pregnant I don't know but I just know everything around me at that time was like stinking and and then so was the team but it was like we were winning and then but then, like, they were playing, like, this awesome church music. And I'm like, why did they ever play this church music when I was in the country? Like, I would have shouted everything. And so they was playing a little, buh, 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 whatever they, they do. And so J.L., I have to give credit to him, he wind up taking the picture. And he gave it to me. And it wasn't a meme. I don't know if a pastor got caught in a scandal around that time. But whatever the case may be, one of my choir brothers, um lord i forgot his name one of my choir brothers wound up making the meme and then it went like viral and now like every i see it everywhere and then it's so funny because if you will also see me in the espn 2 special like at the game at the classic game and somebody's with a hat with a jacket on like that's me too so it was just like that and i'm still with the same face (laughs) i just have that (laughs) face
4: so you're very vocal. I've, I've noticed you. We were going to do a political show, you know, because you had so many political comments. We're coming up on a political. So, but before we get into that, I kind of wanted to talk about um, the Ed Reed situation. You being a rattler, kind of like being close to the territory. What's your thoughts yeah, on baby. all of that? And if you, because, you know, they came at us with all kind of jokes and everything and letting us have it. But I know you to be the truth teller and everything. So give... Your insight on Ed Reed BCU and what they need to do.
1: Okay, so let me first say the only people that right now that are losing are the students. And because I am an educator, you have to put the children first. And I feel like sometimes we adults on both ends from Ed Reed to administration, kind of um, here she goes again. Kind of you need to go to bed. It's not funny. <laughs> You won't sound the smoke. Oh, that's my four-year-old. Take your cat. Goodbye. And close the door. Okay, so, th- sorry about that again. So, um, basically, I feel like, for one, there's no way on God's green earth, as much secrets as I know, for the employer that I work and at the school that I work at, right, that I could go and tell my truths and do it in school gear and do it on school campus. Um, I feel like it's a loss because I do believe that it would have been tre- uh, a tremendous gain to what they were doing. And I don't want to take away because everybody's going, "Oh, well, he was going to bring this. He was going to this. Had, had he bring, had he was go- oh, if he was going to bring it, he should have hushed. You had no contract signed, like at all, whatsoever. Second of all." You cannot go there. Okay, I know you may be mad at Bethune-Cookman, but you got to look at Mary's last will and testament. And the way they may have been running that school is not the way she started it. Therefore, you can only say something to the administration. And two, I well, he told the truth. You tell the truth about what's going on in your household? You tell the truth that your husband done cheated on you for the fifth time? You told the truth that that's not your child that you just helped raise it because you're too embarrassed to tell your homeboys. No, you don't. So it's certain things that you keep in-house. He could tell the truth all he wants to tell it, but he should have told it to administration, cussing them out, doing a 60-minute special about it. You know what I'm saying? Documenting everything. That way, when he's... Listen, look, if you want me to help you I got you, got to help me. I got to tell the truth, but let's make money off of telling the truth. Even though I don't like the way Coach Prime did what he did, he didn't go to Jackson State and just go live on Instagram cussing on a golf cart. He got people to come in, he got the news media to come in. So, because of that, okay, we got two stars. That's why I believe Air Reed suffered from CTE, but he don't want to, he said he's never going to get tested on it. And you can tell by his outbursts uh when his lawyer or whoever it was had to go stop calm down and that alone right there is dangerous and I'm saying that because I'm an educator and I get very upset and as upset as I can get you know what I'm saying? I cannot just, you gotta sit down. I can't do that. And you you got these boys looking up to you. And what you did was you lost because you so busy. I think Dr. Umar said, and I don't really like him like that, but he said something. You you have this selfish stardom. Like you believe we owe you something. HBCUs don't owe any NFL co- uh NFL player that first you know they can't get a job at a school you really want so you come to us to like a step up it's like the, the orlando magic everybody go to orlando magic team we'll go to another team to win a championship you know and that's how i, I feel like it you know what i'm saying and so, boom, and so I, I think i think ed reed should have maybe just kept his mouth closed brought his friends in and i mean exposed the situation but did it in-house because there's nothing wrong with telling the truth but you got to sometimes tell it in-house because you don't see and i'm not trying to call out any D9. you don't see none of the denies going and telling what's happening in their meetings and it may be some things happening in their meetings that go on that you're just not going to hear and then when they come out in public you will see literally a united front you think I don't know, I was just about to fight my sexual leader I love you, but I was just about to fight sexual leader That Friday and Saturday we was at the game and you knew Nothing happened, and I feel like You know, this whole Exposing us, I can't expose HBCUs when I know that there's Attack on us, and as long as There is someone attacking us that Looks like us, I don't mind telling The truth, I don't want to just go on Social media and do so, it'll be a Story, let's make money off of it, Now, nah, As far as the BCC, the BCU Students, stand up you know what i'm saying y'all run that school that is y'all money in four years when you graduate you gonna have to pay all that money back you run that school it should be in your bylaws run that school as far as the administration get rid of them like y'all still got being started mama did she steal money you know i i love <laughs> belvin perry but like <laughs> what are you know like what you doing um we need like i do feel People who haven't established alumni association with HBCUs, whether it's FAMU, whoever has established alumni association, instead of just beating up Bethune Cookman and laughing all the time, we do need to try to help them establish something where they are a nonprofit alumni association by themselves, and then they can start donating the money, and then what they can do is endowments. Like a lot of times, people don't know. I don't want to donate to FAMU but you can do endowments and have and, and operate under use name and fill out a form, you know, and raise money under you name and specifically say where you want that money to go. But all this exposing black people like, stop it. It's mold at Yale, it's mold at FSU, it's mold at Vanderbilt. It's all kinds of things at these old buildings that were built back in the late 1900s, late 1800s, you know, early 1800s. Um, but, you know, as a comedy, <laughs> Ratless by 30. You know what I'm saying? Classic. <laughs> they they we gonna do it again. <laughs> So I mean I do laugh listen, it sucks, but it's I know <laughs> but Mary's history. You know, I don't that's Mary's history. And regardless of how we feel, she is a prevalent black woman in Americans history. Orlando's history. She helped Jones High School, you know, so I don't want her name go down the drain and I don't want to see that school fail because literally what what will we do without a classic? That brings a lot of money to both Orlando, both schools and everything else. So I hope they can get it together. And if we have to donate instruments like we did last time to start them, then let's do it.
4: (laughs) So let me ask
1: this.
4: (laughs) Let me ask this. So really with. Uh, you've got a new singing career that's coming up now and uh, you're singing. I, I really enjoyed the, one of my favorite movies is The Sound of Music. It just blesses my soul every time I see it. So I, what what made you do the whole Julie Andrews thing live with the cheering that was running in the bedroom a few minutes ago?
1: Well, okay. So what happened was I teach my students this. I'll never forget all my music teachers. Every music teacher I've had from middle school, elementary, Miss Redding, shout out to you. Miss um, Noble, St. Shores. Then you had Miss Wright, as well as at that time, it was Sandy Purdom. Then Miss Hargret. Then, you know, Miss Coleman. And then, of course, college. And all of my chorus music teachers, you know, the, they told me, you know, that's the basics of music. And of course, they introduced the soul family. And I am a huge fan of The Sound of Music. I'm a huge fan of everything this woman, Julie Andrews, has done. And so um, I teach my students that at school so they can know the soul fair syllables as we do that. And of course, uh, one day the kids was like, we want to do something because they know I always feel my students and they want to be on you know my TikTok or instagram and so i did it and it was fun my oldest one didn't want to do it he said i was like i'm too old for that i'm not doing that and so i i did it and it wound up it's so it's funny it's going viral i just want to meet julie andrews though if i can <laughs> she's one of the reasons why i'm a teacher like you can imagine what you want to be it <laughs>
4: Hey
0: guys, what you is your social media go what what is your what what is your uh what is your social media handle so uh that way anyone who is not already following you or familiar can can find you?
1: So it is my first name that's right there, but Gordon is with an E at the end. So there's a funny story behind that since you want to know. Okay, I'm not gonna, call, oh, matter of fact, I am gonna call her out because she wound up going viral. Did you all see uh, Christian Demerit, uh Rattler? She went viral because her headshots uh, wind up, um, <laughs> you know, wind up going everywhere. And she was on good, like she was on TV and everything about it. Did y'all see that on TikTok? When she was like, when you pay for cheap headshots, but they sell them and make money off of you. And she was on a book called uh, My Big Black, you know, Crush or something like that. And it was just like this white guy with this thing, and she was up there with a purple sweater on. I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that one. Oh
0: my, oh my god! It got on TikTok.
1: It got almost like a million. You got to go look at it. It got almost like literally a million views. So our freshman, I'm not gonna out her, but we were at a band party. And um, somebody basically was like, your freshman sister is on the floor. I'm not going to say why. And so when I walked in, she looks up at me and she goes, Stasse! Stasse Gordon! And we was like, where the heck did you become French? Like, you're from (laughs) Miami? Like, where is this French accent? And she was talking like this the whole time. And I was, Stasse Gordon. And so they rode me the whole time. And ever since then, like all my freshman brothers and sisters in the choir, um, they know that my name is Stasse Gordon. And so, since you're divorced. You know I'm saying? Holl- Shut up. You know, I change it with my stage name. And, and I divorced a rattler. So don't tell me, oh, you should have married a rattler man. And did. I'm looking for another one. But you know that, so since then, I took that name and I said, if I ever become famous or ever become a stand up comedian or something where I'm a personality, I'm going to use that name and I'm going to pay her for it.
4: That'll work. That'll work. So, you know, are you doing anything on tour right now or what's up with that? When are you performing so, next?
1: No, so watch this. I don't, I'm not like a singer where I go, okay, I sing like on stage and I do a lot of live productions, I do a lot of writing. Um, I did a song for a movie overseas, um, with, um, I don't want to say their name yet, even though I signed a contract, with a huge production studio, um, that has worked with Beyonce, Usher, you know, all those people, um, I'll send y'all the link later, but, um, and it was so funny with that, I, I got called out the blue and was like, hey, the girl that's supposed to write a song, uh, she didn't come, can you come? and i'm like sure i'll go and i literally wrote a song probably in like an hour and we finished the whole entire song and it's so funny because they didn't even use all the words but it got um cast- and so what i do now i work for a company where i write they ask me look we need this 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 and i write for them and then i get residual money I don't want to be, you know, you got to have money and people pushing you to be like an artist. I don't want that life. Like, I don't want to still have my life and still get paid. So what I do is my children, I write for movies, TV shows. Right now, overseas, hopefully it becomes to America. Okay? And then that money will be passed down from generation to generation.
4: Last thing, last thing we'll let you go. So if you had an opportunity to be on a show with Candace Owens, A Candace. The Republican black Candace. What would you say to her? Who? Candace. The Republican black Candace.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Candace. Who? You silly (laughs) <laughs> did, did she pass away once she won them trump sister girls did she die
0: no that's not no, her not. that's another well, no, that's oh that was
1: diamond yes. Oh. No. oh
4: candace. i know
1: who that girl the is I'm trying to talk about her. okay so if i was okay so if i had to really be in a room with candace right and candace know mm-hmm. i know you didn't pass away girl you know what i'm saying I'm on you because everybody gonna die so. All right. Um, I will go. I don't even know. I will probably start with. I will probably start with. So when the NAACP helped you sue for uh, racism, when did you stop noticing racism exists before or after the money? Mm. I will start with that because she, when she was in high school, you know, brought the NAACP and soup. And so, how how does it taste, Candace? And then she'll probably ask me, and I'll be like, that bit. and then you hear, B, 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 B. You know, you, you know it, <laughs> if there was a bed that you could be winched on, right? You're on that bed. And I mean, you know, the money's good. You know they still call you the N-word, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. Somebody does. the gentleman. That's my sister Stase Gordon.
1: Yeah, I would tell her way. I feel hold on real quick. I'ma end with this because black people need to, and I got this from one of my one well, he and my favorite, but one of a good comedian, you know, Paul Moody. I would tell her, I am free, white, and 21. And that's what I identify. I identify as a free, white, and 21 woman in a black body with beautiful skin. <laughs> because I had I want that privilege. I want that mindset. I want that mindset of that privilege. I want that mindset yep. of, you know, I, I, I want that. And I get that. And because of that, it has worked wonders. I have stepped in the doors, I've never stepped into So yeah. I got it. I'm not, and I'm unapologetically white and black. How about that? I identify as rich.
4: (laughs) Shondo. Uh, Make sure to follow
1: on on
0: Twitter. That's uh, S T A H S A Y G O R D O N E. E. That's on Twitter. E on the end. I've already, I've already, I found you. I followed you. uh, And, uh, and and I'll make sure to retweet it on our uh, on our webpage and uh for those who are following on TikTok I'm assuming it's the same on TikTok, right? Yes, it's
1: the same on it. If you just type in stop say you going to find me on that like
0: that. All right. All right. Ah, uh, we we thing, got to hire me. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 position? What do you want to be? What what hire you to do? There's a lot of open positions. What would you want?
1: What you need done? That's the question. What you need, <laughs> you need
0: fundraiser, a fundraiser for our base for a new baseball stadium. How about let's start there? Oh, get the, get yeah. us
1: going down this? Oh, road. Let's
0: do that. Oh, get us going you, down this. You road.
1: said. Watch this. You said nothing but a word, and I'm not trying to put my stuff on the track, but I'm gonna put it on the track right now. I sat in my house when Flint, Michigan was going through their stuff, and I was literally nursing my uh not the one you saw, my other daughter. I was nursing her, and I saw that the, the mothers were crying and saying, How do I do I feed my baby this formula with you know out the faucet, or do I drink this stuff and have to nurse my child? And so I bought like a whole bunch of water, and I said, Let me try to just i can live like this by cooking and drinking strictly from you know bottled water it took me about three hours and i was like i'm done and so i saw another rattler Venicia gardner in miami she took miami and raised money and stuff like, that and went to flint michigan with water and so i literally went on facebook Made a Facebook post. It went from stacking up water in my house till it was unbearable to the point you couldn't walk around. To churches started helping. Star ninety four point five jumped in. Politicians jumped in. We wind up renting a truck, bringing water up there. Uh, met little Miss Flint Mari before Obama said something to her. I'm still good friends with her. Mom day, we still talk. Um, uh, we want, you know we wind up Eris Ayala. We wind up giving her a platform. Shouts out to another rattler. Uh. TJ Legacy Cole because he's one of the ones uh, that helped to trade Von Martin when they the kids went up there and did that march as well as uh, was my hands-on person when it came to if you can look it up it's called sunshine for flint you can look it up on uh, even social media and that's what i do um so raising money you ain't saying nothing but a word they just need to put, if i can talk people into buying timeshare in 90 minutes i can talk y'all into investing into us and so all i'm saying is if i have to be a lobbyist i can do that Shouts out to my mother who was the sitting school board member for orange county public schools over the past 20 years uh board certified board member uh, National borders, certified board member, Obama National Task Force. She's willing to help. She's also a HBCU graduate, South Carolina State. So I'm just saying, Rattlers, we have all these. We have all these lawyers. It is time to invest back into the, you know, that once invested into the hill. So that's just that. Hire me, but you got to pay me at least sixty. I mean, I'm worth more, but you got to pay me at least sixty because I, I make that nine. As a music teacher.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So we, we got to put a plan together uh, as the as the, uh, the 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 beginning stages of the uh, ONG NIL Collective begins to form. Uh, one of our big projects will definitely be helping to uh, find a way to uh, to rebuild our baseball park uh because uh we we once once we get the pictures together and do the comparisons because sometimes we gotta shame folks uh, as we see it works uh we just gonna have to shame people into doing and giving so national alumni convention is coming up in june and so that's our goal fellas i'm putting it out right here right now our goal is we are coming to the national alumni association in june asking for donations to rebuild our ballpark that's the initiative rebuild the ballpark maybe we got to come up with some initial with with some name or slogan but uh that's the goal and so uh i think we just found one of our chief fundraisers and uh now we just got to get the uh we got to get everything in motion fellas so uh uh we we will be in touch i say we will be in touch and uh we we got to have you back on again uh more often more regular uh enjoyed Uh, You coming on? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, you know, we got to get you in on the front end of the show next time. So instead of putting you at the back end... I I like the
1: front front end, end, back end, middle end. As long long as I'm in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Uh, Thank you for your time tonight. appreciate you. Boy, it's a joke, it's a joke, it I ain't going there. It <laughs> is, I ain't going there. I ain't going there either. I'm just going to say thank you, Rattler, and I'm just going to get off the, I'm going to get off the line, and thank you, I say, Uh, you have a good evening, all the little ones. Uh, shout out to, shout out again Bye. to little one and Bye. Pat, and uh, she, cut her, she cut her, she cut her, she had to go. Oh, Lord, have mercy. God bless. That was beautiful. Uh, thank you again. Uh, so that that's gonna do it for tonight's show. Uh, good job, Kofi. Good get on the guest. Uh, Got to thank again, uh, Bo Somerset for joining us earlier. Coach Troy Johnson for joining us. Uh, we we came back. I don't know, Drew. Kate, was there something else? Hey, Stase, well, good to see you again. You back? Yes. No. Hey. Yeah. Hey, you better cut. Your, you better cut. Your, I don't know. You better cut that. Cut that camera off. I was though. laughing uh, and I yeah. pressed. I was laughing and my head hit the button. Oh, okay. Well, please don't. don't okay. Don't. Our, our producer, he see you come back on, and he hit the button and bring you back on live. And all of a sudden, you know. So, all right. Have, it's have a good night. All right, bye. Well, okay, we <laughs> bring it, bring it back. Uh yeah. So again, podcast BCS in Pod Zone. I'll make sure all the interviews get up on the pod zone. I know it might be a little choppy to kind of recut some things for a digital video, but the podcast audio was clear on all the interviews. So we'll make sure that's up on the BCSN pod zone. Everywhere you download and listen to podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. That's where it'll all be. Uh, again, BCSN pod zone. Uh, please follow us Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ONG Strike Zone, and go download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app, my JBN, my BCSN, if you search uh, Apple App Store and Google Play. Uh, that's gonna do it for tonight's show. Uh, appreciate you guys for being with us on Facebook and YouTube, watching on uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, hit the thumbs up button as you're out the door. You can always leave a super chat tip. You can also uh, send us a Cash App donation. Uh, all the instructions are there in the uh, description, how you can donate to the show via Cash App or Square. And then there, yeah, that doesn't really work like that, Drew. So, yeah, okay. All right, there we go. All right, and, and again, uh, turn on the notifications uh, for the ONG Strike Zone. All right, that's going to do it for uh, for my brothers. I appreciate you guys, as always. Kofi Hemingway, Kelvin Rozier, I'm Brian Fulford. Uh, Get to Brad, uh, not Brad, get to uh, Lawson this weekend. Alabama A&M, 2 o'clock women's tip, 4 o'clock men's tip. Uh, I believe there is still some good and magic that can come out of the season, but you got to believe, Rattler Nation, it starts with you. You got to get there. You got to support. Put your prayers, uh, light a candle, do whatever you got to do. We can get a dub. We can get some wins. We just got to be there to support support these uh, young men and women, and uh, anything's possible. Anything is possible! I'm sorry, Scotty does that. That, Or I'm sorry, KG did that. My bad. I don't want to steal from anybody, so let me stop and get off the phone. All right, that's going to do it for tonight, so Rattlin' Nation, be good, be safe, be smart, and when you see a wildcat in the street, don't strike. Just maybe offer a, a trash bag and a couple dollars. Maybe help pick up some trash or whatever and uh, help keep. Help keep everyone safe and clean. That's going to do it for the night show. Peace out, Rattler Nation.